Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 28 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today's episode is a big one. We are talking about comparison and my strategy for exiting or escaping the comparison trap. And if you've been in your weight loss journey for a while now, you've likely compared yourself to someone else or something else outside of you, either in recent times or in the past. And by that, I'm talking about comparing your progress to somebody else or comparing even your, you know, size on the scale or your number on the scale to a previous version of yourself and felt less than. So if there's anything in your life, either in your weight loss journey or in your career, family, circle of friends, you name it, that you feel you compare yourself to making you feel not so awesome about your progress or about your choices, then this episode is totally, totally for you. And anytime that we look at success outside of ourselves and we create this same arbitrary measure, right, of whether or not we accomplished or whether or not we're worth, we're actually diminishing our true value. And today I'm going to explain that to you. And hopefully at the end, I'm going to be able to tie it all back so that you have an actual strategy to escape that trap every time you find yourself in it. So to get us started, I just wanted to kind of reference a book, which I really love, which is called The Big Leap. And in that book, one of the main takeaways that I got from it was the definition of different zones that we all have. And the three that I want to bring to to your awareness today are your zone of competency, your zone of excellence, and your zone of genius. And I use that in my normal vocabulary often, so I just wanted to give you the reference for the book. So essentially, the book says that anything that's in your zone of competency are things that you're okay at doing. If you really had to, you could, but you know it would be much better if you were to delegate or hire somebody else to do that task. Your zone of excellence, on the other hand, are things that you are really good at. Those are things that come naturally to you. You tend to be excited about doing them. And using our vocabulary, these are usually things in you know your inner priorities list, things that are just naturally really good to do them. And the problem here is that any time that we spend time in our zone of competency, as opposed to our zone of excellence, we're probably spending a lot of energy, spinning our wheels and trying to figure things out because they don't come as natural. Whereas if you spend most of your day in your zone of excellence, you're going to just have a better experience of yourself because you're going to feel that, you know, things come to you a little bit with more ease. 
Now the biggie is your zone of genius. So that is that zone that is basically you and only you. Is the thing that's most unique about you in terms of your skill set and the things that you are basically can only be done by yourself. This is your awesome sauce, your special sauce. And a lot of people are not even aware of what their zone of genius is. And this is a conversation for another episode. But I just wanted to basically highlight that when you are comparing yourself to somebody else, the first question that I want you to start asking yourself is, is that thing I'm comparing myself to something in my zone of excellence, zone of genius, or is that something in my zone of competency, right? Meaning, if you're comparing yourself, say your painting skills, to a award-winning painter when you don't paint at all and you don't have that skill that you could technically throw some paint on a canvas. So maybe that is your zone of competency. But if you compare yourself to a award-winning painter that paints in your zone of genius, yes, you're going to feel less than because you're making an unfair comparison, right? So this is the first sort of level of this that I wanted to address. But if you were to compare yourself, let's just say you are an amazing mom and you multitask in the household and you're able to take care of all the kids and get, you know, lunches done and all that good stuff. And then you compare yourself to somebody that, you know, is not a mom and has never run a household and that person comes to your house to take care babysit the family for the day, they probably will be very overwhelmed doing things that you just take for granted because you're just so good at it, right? So same concept here, just sort of flipped the other way so you can see both sides of that coin. So what does that have to do with escaping the comparison roller coaster? Well, the first thing is if you're comparing to something that's outside of a zone of genius or outside of a zone of excellence, it's probably not a fair direct comparison to you. But here is the big perspective shift that I really am so excited to share with you. Anytime that you admire something in somebody else, you have it too, but in a different form. I'll repeat. If you can admire a skill, progress, I don't know, if the kindness, whatever it is in somebody else, you have it too, but in a different form. Because we can only see in others what we recognize in ourselves. But because it's often in a different form, it takes a little bit of investigating your self-discovery to actually be able to very clearly pinpoint, oh, that's what it is that I have it too. So let me give you a couple of examples just how to really illustrate this point, because for a lot of people, that is a little bit of a new concept, that the whole world is just this big mirror shining back your own light every single day. So let me give an example. So let's look at, you know, somebody that's very, very organized. And let's just say it's your neighbor. And you look at how she handles, at least from your perspective, her career and her household and all the kids, activities. And it seems that they got it 
all under control, right? They got it all figured out and it's incredible. The kids' meals are beautiful. Their hairs are beautifully done every day. They're driving all across town for extracurricular activities, all the things, right? And you look at your house and the laundry pile is like a mile tall and meals are not done and the kids, you know, everything is out of control, a hot mess. So you may compare to that and feel, oh my gosh, like I just don't feel like I'm a goddess, you know? This is an example. So what I ask you to do is look, okay, where in my life am I incredibly organized? And at first I may say, look around, like my house is a mess. I'm not an organized person. So I say, no, look again. Where in your life are you organized? So let's just say, for example, that you are a business owner and you take a lot of love and excitement for your work and you're very organized in getting back to clients and cleaning you know, your email inbox at the end of the week or whatever it is. So your organizational skills are masterful, equally masterful, but in a different form that if you look around your laundry room, yes, you're not going to be able to tell that you are an organized person because that is not where your zone of excellence and your zone of genius lies. But it is when it comes to your business in this example. Now, let's give a way laws journey example just to kind of bring things more into the perspective of this podcast. So let's just say that you start a new eating program and you're just sort of like going through it and you're not able to go at the pace that you expected because of whatever reason. And then you go and you look at the people, say a friend or some people, even their spouse, right? That's doing eating the same foods and they are making such a great progress or maybe a friend or a colleague or whoever that you have a bit of a basis of comparison and you just feel, wow, like they are so dedicated. They're so committed. They're just following everything and I am not. Therefore, you feel less than. Again, my question to you is where in your life Have you recently made great progress? Where in your life have you been committed? Where in your life have you actually done all the things you set out to do? Because a lot of times we don't really give ourselves um, enough praise for the things we do well, but all we do is criticize the goals or, you know, the crazy things we did not achieve, right? So if you're able to, if you're comparing yourself to somebody else's success, Remember, they're just holding a mirror. Where are you successful that you just need to acknowledge? And again, it doesn't have to be in relation. A lot of times it is not in relation to the same thing because it may come in a different form. So what's important here is to remember, and this is a pretty big statement that I want to make for you. And I wanted to take a piece of paper or your phone, open the notes tab or whatever, and just write it down. You are not lacking anything, period. Just write it out. I am not lacking anything, period. And that is probably one of the most important things you will ever hear from me (laughs) in this podcast. And at first, it may just seem like a bunch of words. It may not have as much depth and meaning as I want you to eventually get to. And if it does, amazing. But the important thing here is that If your brain can eventually believe me that there's nothing that you're lacking today, 
no matter what's going on in your life, no matter if you feel like a hot mess or like superwoman. The fact that nothing is missing means that if you have the perception of lack, you just need to look elsewhere. Does that make sense? So if you perceive that you're lacking, say, momentum at work, look at other areas in your life that you have momentum because anything that you feel you're lacking, you have it, but in a different form. And the more you train your brain to look at those other forms, to look at where are the supporters when you perceive the challenges because you're always there, they're always at equal proportions, we start to letting go of the need to compare. We start to letting go of the need to feel we're always lacking, always chasing. And we start to be able to sit down in a more contemplative state and start to more naturally discover gratitude for our circumstances, even gratitude for the things that quotations here that we failed at because it's only a perception. It's a misperception of what actually happened. Because everything that happens is for your own good, even when we don't perceive it as such. So when you bring it back to comparison and escaping the comparison roller coaster, here is what I now do. And this is after years and years comparing myself and pushing myself. And I have other episodes that I go through my story and my journey of just, you know, pushing my body that resulted in going through spinal surgery in 2012 and all sorts of things. But the one thing that I have learned, and I really give full credit to my mentor, Dr. John DeMartini, for his wisdom and teachings. And the one thing that I've learned and I have been able to really put into practice and implement in my life is this one question that I ask myself Anytime that I look at someone or something that makes me compare myself and makes me feel less than or not as awesome (laughs) as I would like to feel. And that question is, which is more like a, a contemplative thought than a question, but you can phrase it as a question. So I usually say, hmm, I wonder what part of myself I can see in them, blah, blah, blah. So let's just say that you feel that the other person is very successful at work. So I look at that and say, hmm, I wonder what part of myself I can see in them in terms of being successful at work. And then the next step of it is to look at your own self, your life, and your circumstances until you find it. But not quit until you find it. So let's just say something more physical. So say you look at somebody and they have beautiful hair and you look at them and say, wow, look at my hair. I am experiencing, I don't know, hair loss. I don't have the same. So if it's something more physical and it's not more a perception of success and so on, a lot of times the strategy here is to look and say, what does the beautiful hair represents for you in that individual? Is it a sense of confidence? Is it I don't know, like sense of having things, having everything under control, but let's just go with sense of confidence, right? If you have this beautiful hair, you feel I'll be so confident. So I ask you, what in yourself, either a physical trait or just a personality quality, do you have of great value that brings you confidence? And it could very well be your 
academical knowledge, your education, uh, certifications that you have following your name, that anytime you are in an environment that requires you to step up in your zone of genius, you're super confident, right? So that is what the beautiful hair and the other person represents. Because if you put that person, super confident, beautiful person with gorgeous hair into, say, uh, a room and they're supposed to, you know, have a very eloquent conversation about a topic that is in your zone of genius, but not even in your zone of competency, I guarantee you that that hair is not going to do it. You know, it's not going to cut it in terms of keeping the person confident, because then they are outside of their element. So even if it's something physical, just ask an extra little tiny question, which is what what does that physical trait represent to me? Find out that emotion, find out that feeling is that you feel you're lacking. And then look, remember to mirror and ask yourself, I wonder what part of myself I can see in them. And look until you find and you can write a list you can just sit down and really contemplate but i guarantee you that there is a part of yourself that you just have not connected the dots that is really really your like get out of jail escape ticket to get out of the confidence trap oh sorry the comparison trap and i think that is so important in the big picture here of finding confidence from within because anytime that we feel we're lacking something, it is very difficult to feel confident. But the moment that you recognize that there's nothing that you're missing, there's nothing that you are lacking, that just opens up this incredible opportunity for you almost to take a deep breath and say, wow, if I'm not lacking, my only job is to identify myself what it is. Because once you do and you're able to shift that perception in relation to somebody else, the comparison is now basically neutralized and you're able to just move forward in life and share your story. And one of my main missions in life is to remind you that you matter that your story matters, that you're in the exact circumstances you are now because your story is supposed to empower somebody else. You're here, Even if you don't work in a way that you're serving others, every interaction that you have, none of it is a coincidence. You're always at the right place at the right time. And anytime that somebody brings a mirror to you that make you compare yourself and feel less than, just remember our question. Look deeply until you find what in them you see in yourself, possibly in a different form. Neutralize that comparison trap. Really get out of it so that you can feel confident in yourself, in your abilities exactly as they are because your zone of genius is yours and yours alone. And go out there, show yourself to the world, be seen, and let's just spread the magic because no matter who you are, you matter to me, to the world, and hopefully to yourself. So I hope you enjoyed this shorter episode. I am just so excited about this topic and I would love to hear from you. So if you have any thoughts, any ideas, just send me a DM on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I cannot wait to start a conversation with you. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, 
take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.